0: It's time now for today's edition of Community Conversations. It's the interview program in which we dialogue with voices from the Omaha community. And here's your host for Community Conversations. Let's welcome Cammie Carlisle.
1: Hi, Ryan. We made it to Friday. T-G-I-F. That is right. Almost the end of the year. Today, I'm excited. We have Fred Robertson, who is the founder, president, teacher, and director of Guided by Kids, which is a nonprofit that offers speech and debate education for your charge to Omaha kids, grades 5 to 8 each year. Welcome, Fred. How are you? I'm good. Good. Fred, I am so excited to talk to you. Before we get too far into all things debate, tell us a little bit about yourself, about your background, where you came from.
0: Well, I grew up on a farm, um, kind of between close to Skyler, I guess. If you're familiar with that area, Mm -hmm. really it's between Howells and Rogers. Got it. Very small (laughs) small towns, but I grew up. uh, My first twelve years of my life were spent on that farm, and. I think that was really a good experience for me, just learning how to work a little bit and being responsible for things, although I was the youngest in the family, so I worked the least, Uh (laughs) kind of the baby (laughs) family. Good for you. (laughs) Um, And then uh, moved into Schuyler, graduated from Schuyler High School. I always worked at the horse races because Uh two of my brothers are trainers, Uh so I spent a lot of time grooming horses, including while I was going to to college uh, at Exarbon, you know, and other Nebraska racetracks. And I thought for a while of going into that career, too, but I ended up, no, went back to school at Wayne State, Mm -hmm. got a master's degree and went into teaching. Ah. And I've been teaching and, and not coaching debate the entire time, but since about 84, when I got a job at Fremont High School, I began my debate coaching and speech. Speech and debate coaching career, and did that up until retirement from Millard West high School mm-hmm. in that's been about nine years ago. Wow, but I've continued with doing debate work through a debate camp that I had called the Nebraska Debate Institute which I don't sponsor anymore, but someone else does, mm-hmm. and guided by kids, uh-huh. and doing assisted debate coaching.
1: Wow. So you're still busy,
0: even though you're retired. Oh, yeah. I've you been, just can't quit, huh? <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I tried for a while not doing as much with debate, but then I realized, well, I still really enjoy it, and I can be helpful to people. I can still help a lot of kids, so... I thought I probably should just stay with it. It's certainly not doing the amount of work that I did when I was a full-time teacher and a full-time speech coach.
1: Sure. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. So tell us, Guided by Kids, what is it all about?
0: Actually got the idea uh, from an assistant debate coach I had Mm -hmm. at Millard West after I retired. Okay. And we were both, we both had a concern that, Well, it continues to be a concern Mm -hmm. that we're becoming so divided and so incapable Mm -hmm. of having decent disagreement and argument, which is, of course, the whole mission of being a debate coach is to teach people to debate reasonably Mm -hmm. and articulately with good research base and to have an understanding of – multiple points of view. Right. From very, and in debate, believe me, we will go very left-wing in debate, Mm -hmm. Um, just commonly, but also you will have people making very uh, conservative arguments, and that's always been the range of issues in competitive debate on the high school level, college level, and even in middle school debate that's starting to develop, although it's not quite as right. Yeah, you, know, you just don't go as far in that sure. as you do in college or high school. So we thought, well, what can we do? And we kind of set, We sat down and talked, and we settled on the middle school and late elementary. Okay, fifth grade really is mostly late elementary. Yeah, for kids. As being a crucial time mm-hmm. to get get kids started in that, and just with that goal to continue to encourage good research, critical thinking spil- skills, learn speaking skills, learn good listening skills, learn good um, I, how to how to respectfully argue yes, right yes,
1: how- I think we all need to learn that.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's just, it's just you know, we've seen it just mm-hmm. continue to go yeah and go and go the wrong way for so long now. So this is, I guess, just a, a an attempt to in some way push back.
1: Yeah, I love it. So tell me, so this was, how old is Guided by Kids then?
0: It's been about, I think this is our sixth year. Okay. Although we had a couple years in there, really the last couple years have been pretty rough due to COVID. Right. So we were
1: talking off air. So normally debate is in person, right? And so you guys had to switch over to Zoom.
0: And how
1: did that work or did it work?
0: It worked to some extent. Mm -hmm. I mean, the high school competitions, many of them were completely uh, virtual, too, um, that I still am involved in with assistant coaching at Marion. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it, it is not the same As far as actually, I I think there's just a, when you're talking to a person one-on-one and debate usually is a judge, two people debating, or sometimes a team of debaters. Okay. That's really all there is in the room in Mm -hmm. most cases. So there's four or five people. It's sort of a, I mean, you can just learn a lot from talking to somebody, seeing how they react to you, getting feedback non-verbally, and also sort of. This sounds kind of sound kind of hippy dippy ish, but you get sort of the energy of the person.
1: Yeah, I get that. in a wholly
0: mm-hmm. different way yep. than you ever will with being online. Yeah, and you would know that kids learned how, that because they're more tech savvy mm-hmm. when they're online to do things like fake a screenshot of themselves to put up. For uh, some, you know, uh
1: huh. You know,
0: especially, I talked to a lot of college teachers that were just like. This is so common. Yep. Or people saying, "I I won't put turn my camera on." You know, uh-huh. there's all of these additional roadblocks to that kind of good awareness. Yeah. And, and just last night, I was talking to the students I had in our first class of guided by kids. Uh-huh. We had seven. One kid was missing because of a, a holiday program at school she needed to do. But I I was talking to them about how I can be looking around the room and seeing just how they're listening and reacting and what they're doing and already kind of figuring out, well, Mm -hmm. who are they as people? Right. And especially if you've been doing teaching for a while and coaching Mm -hmm. for a while, of course you can do that. You should be able to not so easy to do when it's all virtual no
1: i'm glad that you continue though virtually i think it's important that everything has tried to continue (laughs) via zoom but i get totally how being in person would just be so much better so let's see debate normally
0: starts in high school right yeah usually um you have Kids usually getting started in ninth grade or tenth grade, depending on the high school. But there really has been a movement to Mm -hmm. move down to middle schools, especially in the last decade or so.
1: Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's great. I mean, it arms these kids with uh, better thinking skills. Um, What else? What else do you look for in these kids when they first start? And what are the skills that they need to be a great debater?
0: Really, there is no certain type of person because, um, well, for example, people often think that you want a real extroverted, talky person for debate. Now, the introverts are often smarter people. Mm. Um, They're they're better listeners Mm -hmm. most of the time. And also an an introverted person is quite often better at – Getting the read of the room, yep. like truly reacting intelligently to a judge's nonverbal feedback or even verbal feedback, mm-hmm. whereas highly extroverted um, people oftentimes are, hey, hey, I'm I'm cool. I'm good. Right.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm not paying attention to anything <laughs> every, except me.
0: Everybody <laughs> right? should believe me, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh, yeah. And, and so I don't really look for certain types of people, but – you can often tell if if someone comes in mm-hmm. and they're really well read and or they simply – I can tell I say something that has some like subtlety to it. Mm-hmm. And I can tell that they're getting it, right? Like it's just people who are a bit more – Interested in what 's actually happening news wise politics wise things like that, because that's usually our subject matter,
1: okay, I was just going to ask yeah. about subject matter, yeah, so how do you decide do the do the kids get to pick their subject matter or do you give mm. it to them, or
0: how it's, does that work it's on the national level of debate, topics are chosen by a vote of coaches and kids that. You have some alternatives that are presented to people by committees that come up with it. Okay. But then when we do debate topics locally uh-huh. for middle school kids, it's just the people that have programs, we come up with ideas, and then we kind of say, or offer them to our kids, and the kids have a say in determining what the topic is going to be. Okay, But it's usually a... A topical political issue of some kind and there are many different types of debate and they all have different topic areas so it's this is more complicated than this sure but at middle school we usually just have a vote that after our coaches all kind of discuss and propose a topic and we don't have one for this year yet for the middle schoolers.
1: have you found in the past couple of years, I mean, are you seeing these younger kids really showing interest in what's happening in the political world?
0: Yeah, I mean, kids haven't really lost interest in these things. In fact, um, I think among the middle school kids that I see, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it makes me more hopeful. Yeah, it's it's more it's more fun to be around middle school kids talking about this than many times. It's fun to be
1: around oh, adults talking about I get about. that, right? And is it because the kids still have hope?
0: I'm yes. guessing. And yes. they I
1: feel like they're not as, I don't know, tired as we are. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. so they still have that hope, right? Yeah.
0: So. I, I remember at the end, we did a summer session of Guided by Kids where we had them do congressional debate, ah. which is where they propose their own bills, and uh-huh. then they debate it as if they're Congress people. Nice. And, and one of the – and KMTV came out and did a really nice little program on it. Good. Uh, And one of the girls said, you know, I think we're just all, we we really have fun doing this. And we're all pretty good people who just want to see some things get better. And this, we get to actually propose things and talk about it like we're the leaders doing this. And it was just so, it was so wonderful to see that hopefulness. Yeah. And still a belief that we can do things better, make some things better in the life, in, in our community, in our life, ourselves, and for others. Mm-hmm. That makes me feel better hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. No, I mean, it, it really is still true. Yeah, Yeah. That's
1: awesome. So these younger kids, so they're coming into this. I'm guessing probably with no idea how debate works, and so how do you get them going? What's how, do they have to study? I mean, how does this work?
0: You know, you don't really when you say study. Yeah, I think like, like sometimes people think, well, we just give them some books and we give them tests in a conventional way. Yeah. yeah.
1: No. Okay. No. <laughs> you, just, you just start doing it. Okay. And, and you, you just talk, right? You
0: just yeah, you say, okay, we're going to we're gonna here's our subject mm-hmm. area, here's what we're working on, we're gonna do some research so we can have some basis for what we want to say. But you just kind of – it's very much a learn-by-doing type of thing. Okay. And we just, we just start practicing. And I always say initially, mm-hmm. don't, don't even ha- expect at all to know what you're doing and whether you're doing it right. But we're going to help you get there. How long does it take for these kids to get up and running then for a debate? For a debate – um, well, we'll we'll start. We're starting right now, Okay. and we'll go through kind of building blocks and guided by kids. The first speech they're going to do is a personal speech okay. about someone in their life who has truly inspired them, who are who they want to emulate, who's cool. very important to them. Then we'll do a either informative or persuasive speech, but I try to get them to go more persuasive so they start to get introduced to them and to persuade someone okay. on, on a viewpoint. And that has to be kind of the introduction to the research. Then we'll do whatever, start working on whatever topic has been determined, figuring out both sides of the issue okay. and breaking it down so they can have a, a probably a three to four minute introductory speech and then how to oppose other arguments in the rebuttal speeches that follow. It's just, it's almost it's so big what yeah. the project is yeah. that it's really hard to say. We just kind of just get going with it and, and, and do it step by step. Mm-hmm. And some people will more rapidly pick up on things sure. too. And others, it'll be a little bit more of a struggle. And you just have to. It's nice. We only have eight kids, which is kind of an ideal amount. Yeah. And I have a co-teacher who Mm -hmm. is a very good quality debater, was one of my students, Um, much younger than me, Peyton Shudak. She was a state champion debater for me at Millard West, where I finished up coaching. And she is one of the, and myself are the teachers. And sometimes we bring in high school kids. Mm -hmm. Like last year, when we were doing the congressional debate camp, we had uh, congressional debaters from Marion Ooh. High School who came in and did a lot of the demonstration and modeling. We just reach out to people who can help us and, and yeah. get the kids educated.
1: So I don't even know how what is entailed to win a debate. I mean, is it because you have persuaded someone, or what is? How do you win a debate?
0: I think it's a it's a combination of. I, I still emphasize more than most people good. Speaking and, like, the basics of good speaking, eye contact, awareness. Mm-hmm. Because I I always found that the better debaters were simply better attuned to me as a judge. I mean, like, there were certain things where I'd be judging around. And if I would be, you know, mainly taking notes because I had to keep a, keep track of what's right. being said. But if I ever I stopped taking notes and looked up at the person – and then started taking notes fast again. Yeah. I would always ask kids, what do you think that tells you? And some kids would be really sharp at picking up on that and would say, Oh, you were like you were really captivated by that argument. Mm. And so you looked at me to get like get it more fully. You wanted to ah, really get okay. it. And then you wrote fast so you'd make sure you got it down and say, Yep, that's exactly right. Wow. And other kids would say, Well, I think you didn't you didn't like that argument. You like, But the kids who were the better connected mm-hmm. were simply stronger debaters because they were figuring out yeah. what was going on and what the reaction was. So that's a, a fundamental part of what we teach is just quality speaking skills. Um, so you're engaged with the critic in the round or with your audience. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And then then I think it's a lot of it is just sort of, How willing are you to redo things over and over again to make them better? Mm -hmm. Because if you just come out with your initial line of argumentation and research and you won't change it, well, other people will strategize and will, you know, you have to be willing to make adjustments. Right. You have to be willing to change when it's not working. Mm Mm-hmm. Do something new. So constant engagement in the process of research. And and understanding that you will need to be flexible about that. On the other hand, many of the best debaters are very stubborn, and they they stick to their argument. Uh Now, if you're making this argument, well, then it's yours, and you better be willing to support it throughout the debate. The uh, extreme weakness is shifting away and losing parts of your argument and being all over the place in the course of Mm -hmm. a debate. You start out with certain things that you you say are very important and ought to win you this round of debate that should be in your first speech it should be in your next speech and it should be in your final speech because that you know consistency of argumentation yep. is also mm-hmm. real important it's it's a, a i mean' it, there's a multiple uh both in the preparation outside of the debate room mm-hmm. and then in the debate skills that it's kind of hard to really say.
1: Yeah, you know, this sounds so interesting and I can't believe I've, you know, school, college and I never once
0: thought about debate. Cause now I'm like, this sounds great, <laughs> this sounds fun. You know, that's, actually last night I asked the kids, well why did you come in to Guided by Kids? Cause I was like, what are your goals yeah. in coming in? And three or four of them, especially the ones who'd been at the summer camp, uh-huh. just said, well, this is fun. This is completely different than other things we're doing. It's very challenging, but we always have fun. Yeah. And I think that was the other thing that I learned the more I coached is that I had to keep elements of just creativity and having a, a good good interpersonal relationships among people on the team and with my assistant coaches and myself that made the learning engaging and fun and not getting overly serious. You would actually win a lot more when you didn't worry about winning.
1: Yeah, I think that's true in many cases, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. So how do you find these kids? Is this open to OPS, all schools? It's open to all
0: schools in the area. We One of the kids that is coming in is actually coming in from, I think, think close to Atlantic Iowa but she just found out about it via the summer camp I said oh sure you can come in and then she said well can we still keep coming in I think we could work it out so I said yeah but it's mainly yeah everybody we've got kids from Elkhorn from Millard from you know OPS schools it's just whoever decides they want to give it a go so is Guided by Kids only here in Omaha, or are there any other locations? Yeah, you know, it's, it's that's it in Omaha. Okay. Now, there are many middle school debate um, opportunities, and some of them are nonprofit opportunities, like oh. Guided by Kids, throughout the yeah, country. Yeah.
1: Okay. So is there any requirement for these kids? Do they have to apply? Is there
0: a cost? There's no cost okay. at all. Um, I've always figured that I just – that was one thing. I wanted it to be – yeah, education shouldn't cost anything.
1: Amen. Right. <laughs> I, I just don't think it should I agree completely um, so I...
0: I never never put any cost on it. And we do you know, I do fundraising to to so we can pay our insurance pay our – I have one employee, my my co teacher is an employee. I don't take a salary, I never have. So I just donate my time. Uh-huh. But she is younger. Sure. You know, she's young person who needs the money, so yep. I pay her a reasonable salary for helping me out. But then um, I have the kids always answer some questions and do an application. Okay. Because I do want to see that they're able to communicate on a decent level, but mm-hmm. I've never really turned anybody down.
1: Yeah. So out of all of your students, I'm guessing some of them have gone on to do great things that have probably been helped by taking debate.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: And these kids now taking it, I mean, I just think about, like, that is such a great skill to have. Even if you don't continue with debate, I mean, what are some of the skills that they acquire from taking this besides, like, critical thinking
0: and... Well, I mean, leadership skills and mm-hmm. communic- there's nothing more valuable than the ability to communicate and communicate in a way that's powerful, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I told the, the kids last night, well, I, I want you all to be more powerful. But, and that, like not like, – sometimes people think of power as being always power used negatively, but I think powerful people can do a lot of good. They can yes. Use, so much in the way of helping others and be willing to use the power of their communicative skills to improve the world, to make the world a better place and help your family, help yourself, help other people, help the community. So a number of people who I've worked with in debate have gone on to be you know, successful in business, successful in law, successful in sure. um, politics, successful in life,
1: yeah, I bet. I mean, I just am again going, yeah. why did I Why did I take home ec? Like, what the heck was I thinking? So what are do you think – you haven't chosen the subjects yet, right, with your kids? You just not, started.
0: We have not got a debate topic yet okay. this year, no. Although in h- high school debate, we've been doing topics. And our newest topic, that's because I'm still assisting there – for Lincoln-Douglas debate, which is a one-person form of debate, is the, the pretty simply worded topic, but really a tough one. Justice requires open borders for Ooh. human migration.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Really a... Ooh. Yeah.
1: That's a lot. Yes. <laughs> that's it, a big subject.
0: That's a huge And high subject.
1: schoolers are taking that on? Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow, good for them. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> yeah. sure they have lots of opinions, which I love that these kids are forming opinions on worldly things that are happening around them, and especially that you brought in the younger kids to do this. Right. Because i got to tell you, in fifth grade, I was not thinking about worldly things.
0: Right. Well, they they actually came up with I'm, the uh, some of the time. We had a migration bill, a bill on, on uh, borders and migration. That was one of the kids came up with. We had, oh, geez, I'm trying to remember now. I should have brought the bills that they did, but they were actually very – thoughtful and international and national and some local oriented wow. focus in what they came up with because they impressive. all all came up with their own bills and that's impressive
1: but that's great because how many kids at that age know how a bill is even how it even works right, right.
0: and we were not we're not getting at all you know where it's it's a
1: right. <laughs> But still.
0: But it still is an understanding of, yeah, you, you create new law. You yeah. create legislation to change things.
1: Right. And yeah. that can happen. Yes. So do you have a camp every year then, too?
0: The, last year was the first year we did that. Okay. I believe we probably will again this summer because it's a good way – like a good additional way to have links out to, to students and to see, hey, you can come try it out, and then if you decide you like it, you can just stay with it. Yeah, that and sounds w- fun. That's, we had about nine kids, and we had four stay with it. So okay. that's good.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. So when you were younger and doing debate, how many debates did you win? Did I didn't, you kill do it? Any,
0: didn't do any debate when I what? was younger.
1: You didn't start until later? <laughs> oh, geez. It's actually, this is.
0: <laughs> I, I probably should not tell this story, but I will. <laughs> My introduction to debate Mm -hmm. was in college. I was getting my master's degree, and I needed still to have some communication hours. Mm -hmm. My master's was in English, but I had a minor in speech communication. And uh, there was this two-hour debate class. And I thought, you know, I've always been kind of thought it would be cool to do debate. Mm -hmm. So I signed up for it. And then I got a. Uh, it was the graduate assistant teaching it. He said, "Well, let's meet at the uh, downstairs from the student union, and we'll talk about the class." And I met. Mm-hmm. And there were three of us, and there was a the guy that was teaching it. Uh-huh. And he said, "Look, there's only three of us. We don't have enough to really have a debate team or to go to debate. But I, they don't pay any attention to this. Oh. So <laughs> why don't we just not meet?" <laughs> and you guys will get your two hours, and I will get paid. And no, I'm a college kid, you know. Right? You're like, okay. We all looked at each other. So we're all like, okay. That was my debate class. And then I got a B in it because I don't know if I didn't say yes soon what? enough.
1: After all that, he gave you a B? Come on. I
0: got a B. What a ripoff. That was my debate. That honestly was oh. my debate. So then when I, I, and I didn't start off teaching debate, but when I went to my second job at Fremont, there was assistant speech and debate that came with it. Uh huh. So of course I said, yeah, I'm willing to do that. And then once I got into it, it was just like, "Oh, this is a pretty amazing thing." Yeah, and that's that was great. like that was like 1985, I think. So,
1: so, besides Zoom, what else are some of the changes you've seen since you've started this?
0: Uh, much more technology. When we did to debate initially, we were doing it all on the kids were on note cards, and we were hand manipulating yep. the uh, scheduling now. Everything is online. Everything uh, is done by a computer. Yep.
1: I Sounds mean, about right.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's just like that's probably the biggest change in the, the way that debate takes place. Mm-hmm. When it comes right down to the actual process of individuals, though, debating something, uh, other than the fact that many tournaments now are still done virtually yeah. if you're trying to do something on a – where people used to travel long ways to go to national level mm-hmm. tournaments, but when it's there isn't that much different, huh? I, I I mean you know when it comes to just flat out getting well, up and making good arguments, exactly
1: that hasn't changed you No, know, so-
0: Socrates knew what was up with that,
1: <laughs> right? And that's exactly. a long time ago. Yes, it was. <laughs> well, Fred, tell us a good website if 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 our listeners have kids, grandkids that they think would be great at this. What's
0: a good website? Well, our website is www. Guided by Kids, which mm-hmm. is g or oh, www dot. So if we don't forget the dot the dot, uh huh. <laughs> guided by Kids, mm-hmm. all lowercase, and just Guided G U I D E D mm-hmm. B Y K I D S dot org. Okay, that's our website. Perfect. Is there a phone number if anybody wants to call? Um, if anybody wanted to get a hold of me, they can get a hold of me through that website okay, and great. then I can give them my phone number. I kind of prefer to do it that way. Absolutely. Because it's a little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah. I get that. Well, Fred, <laughs> yeah. it has been a pleasure and thank you so much for doing this. I love that you have brought younger kids into this and I think that's a great skill we should all have. So thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Well, thank you. Absolutely. It was wonderful having this conversation.
1: Oh, I'm so glad. Thanks so much for listening to Community Conversations. I Cammie Carlisle.
0: You've been listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book. It's the interview program that brings you voices from the Omaha community. The Radio Talking Book Network is brought to you with the cooperation of KIOS FM in Omaha and statewide through the facilities of NET radio and television. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 46 years. Thank you for being a loyal Radio Talking Book listener and supporter.